This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. This is Cliff Mass, and let's talk about the weather this Thanksgiving weekend. Well, today is a beautiful day, lots of sun, temperatures getting up to near 50, but it's not going to last the whole weekend. A front's going to come through tonight, there'll be rain overnight, but most of it'll be over by Saturday morning. I think there'll be clouds in the morning, but there'll be some sun on Saturday afternoon, temperatures getting up to the upper 40s. Sunday looks like the best day of the weekend. Um, There'll be lots of sun, uh, partly cloudy, temperatures getting up to around 50. So actually, I think the temperatures could get up probably near 55, 60 if you go into the foothills of the Cascades. So someplace around Issaquah or or the the foothills of the Cascades, you might be surprised how warm it'll be. And that's because there'll be offshore easterly flow. Now, another week system will come in on Sunday night. So it'll be another showerly period. And then Monday morning, there could be a few showers. But then things change radically. A ridge of high pressure will develop over the eastern Pacific. So I expect extraordinarily dry conditions from Monday afternoon way to the weekend. So it'll be mostly dry. And a really interesting factor will be that high pressure will build inland over eastern Washington and Idaho. And we're going to get this offshore easterly flow that will not only clear us out, but it could produce extremely gusty winds in regions that are near the gaps in the Cascades. So if you're downstream of, let's say, Stampede Gap, which affects Enumclaw and Black Diamond, and going down to Tacoma, there could be some strong winds in the South Sound, gusting to 40 to 60 miles per hour, maybe some with Stevens Pass as well. And as the air accelerates down towards the ocean in the Strait of Juan de Fuca and the Chehalis Gap, there could be some strong winds there too. So strong winds this week in the favored locations in the foothills of the Cascades. So this is kind of unusual to have such good weather in early December. But as I'm going to talk about later in my informational segment, the stormiest period of the year is actually November. And it is not unusual for the bit there to be some improvement as we get into December. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. Did you know that the worst of the weather is over for us, at least climatologically, here in the Northwest? If you look at the climatology of precipitation or storminess, the worst time of the year is the second half of November. So roughly November 15th through 30th is the stormiest time of the year. Heavy precipitation, windstorms, you name it. That is ground zero for bad weather here in the Northwest. And once you get into December, things actually start improving. It's a bizarre but very interesting aspect of Northwest weather. And in fact, this year, we're going to see it in spades. Uh, December is actually going to start off extremely dry. And it'll be a real contrast to what we've had the last few weeks. Now, a question that many people ask is, 
why is the end of November the stormiest time of the year? What is it about the atmosphere that does it? Well, I'll tell you. The weather in our region, the big storms, are really controlled by the position of the jet stream. The jet stream is a current of strong winds in the upper part of the troposphere, roughly 20 to 35,000 feet. And this strong current of winds is associated with a large difference in temperature north and south. In fact, if we look at the temperature pattern in the northern hemisphere, it doesn't change gradually from the equator to the poles. The temperature contrasts are really concentrated in the mid-latitudes. And in a zone maybe a few hundred miles wide, there's a large change in temperature, and that produces a strong jet stream. Now, the large change in temperature and that jet stream is the fuel for major storms. And so, when we have a large change in temperature and a strong jet stream, we get these strong Pacific cyclones that have powerful fronts, low centers that are pretty intense, and winds that can get up to 40, 60 miles per hour or even more. Now, if you look at a map of the jet stream over time, you will see something quite interesting. The jet stream is north of us and kind of weak in September. But in October, it starts strengthening as the difference in temperature between the poles and the equator gets larger. The jet stream strengthens, and in October, it's just north of us. But then as we get into November, the jet stream is not only strong, but it's directed right over us. It's like the, the hose the garden hose of weather coming right into us, and we tend to get the most rain, we tend to get the most storms. Now, bizarrely, as we get later into winter, again into December, the jet stream over us actually weakens a bit and moves south of us, gives a chance to Oregon and California to pick up their action. And so we have the jet stream sliding south and then weakening as we get into December and January. So that's the reason we don't get the big storms, or at least not as many. Now, we can get a big storm in December, and we can get it in January. But in general, the fire hose is not as strong and tends to be south of us during that period. Then as you get into uh, February, March, and April, the difference in temperature north and south, south weakens, the jet stream weakens, and it moves back northward, but it does it quickly, and we generally don't get the big storms. So we really are through the worst period climatologically. Now, we'll get more storms, but in general, precipitation tends to back off, and storms tend to back off as we get into December. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.